from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Secure our territory. Secure our turf. Because it's all our turf. Elite, Kenny and the Bucks, listen, this that undisputed, yeah, we here to shock the system, this a war zone going down on Wednesday nights, this a fight, this is NXT vs. Dynamite, weekly battles, ratings shattered, this a revolution, this is change to what the game is used to doing, this is all about that dark and light contrast, welcome to the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast. Welcome to the return of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. This is the fight for Wednesday night, though. And we're talking about all about AEW Dynamite, Crossroads, the go-home show to AEW Revolution. So let's get into this stacked, stacked show. Before we do, make sure you follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeLoreanPod. Let's get into this stack, stack show. We start out this show with what everyone's going to be talking about tomorrow morning. We start this show with Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet versus Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Diesel, the legendary basketball Hall of Famer, and his protege, Jade Cardgill. This was a really good matchup. I, I, well, really good in the sense of very fun to watch. I, I didn't expect to have as much watch, well, as much fun watching this as I actually ended up having. And I gotta say, like, I lost myself in the match. It was really cool, and I had goosebumps during sometimes. Like, seeing Shaq in the ring, like, Shaq is my favorite player of all time. I grew up on Shaq and the Lakers in 02, and that whole run that they went on. That That's my childhood right there. But anyway... This was a really cool match. Shaq worked his ass off. Took a big, big table bump. Jade Cargill really shows that she could be a star for this company. She has the total package, if you ask me. Red Velvet was really cool in this match, too. Pulling out some really nice spots. And Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes. So, this was really fun. Shaq and Jade pick up the victory. Like I said, everyone worked really hard. Shaq looked totally winded afterwards, though. He was stretchered out, but then when Tony Schiavone went to go talk to him in the stretcher, he was gone, which was very interesting. I don't know where they go with that, but 
that was a great start to what was an amazing AEW Dynamite and an amazing go-home show. We got a very quick tag team matchup here with Ray Phoenix and Pac, two-thirds of Triangulo de la Muerte, or the Death Triangle. They went against D3 and John Skyler. This was basically an enhancement match for Pac and Phoenix, and they make very quick work of John Skyler and uh, D3. This is how you do a jobber match, man. They they really... They, they were quick but got enough stuff in to make it look good. This didn't seem like it was a waste of time. I really enjoyed this matchup, and it's always cool seeing Pac pull out some crazy shit. And Phoenix, by God, Phoenix is probably the best high flyer there is today in the sport. He's just, every week, very, very impressive. Cool little spot here for them. After this, we get a press conference between Chris Jericho and MJF. They're out. They're bragging about beating up Papa Buck last week. This leads to the press asking questions. We have Barstool, Barstool Sports here. The legendary podfather himself, Conrad Thompson is here. He's asking questions. Easy E, Eric Bischoff is here. He's asking questions. And this all leads to the Young Bucks coming out and cutting one hell of a scathing promo, telling them how their father raised them to be the men that they are today. And without them, well, without their father, there will be no them. And without them, there will be no AEW. They say that without AEW, there would be no Chris Jericho and no MJF. Uh, well, what they're doing today, they said that Chris Jericho would be curtain jerking at the Performance Center. Nice little dig there. And they bring up MJF's pass with Rosie O'Donnell. This was amazing. This leads to an all-out brawl. All hell breaks loose. Insane. In, in, insane angle here. This is awesome. I'm extremely excited for this matchup. I think that they're going to pull out a great matchup. After this, we got a video package discussing the exploding barbed wire death match that we're going to be seeing this Sunday between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. We see the legend himself, the creator of the exploding barbed wire death match, FMW's founder, Atsushi Onita. Now, that was just a great, great touch here to add Onita to this video package. And because he's, he's the guy who made this match famous. This is the guy who took this matchup and created some of the most craziest matchups in FMW. If you've never seen Onita versus Terry Funk in an exploding barbed wire death match, you got to go see that match. I believe it's on YouTube. Go check that match out. The drama in that match. It wasn't violence for the sake of violence. The story that was told in that matchup is what I hope John Moxley and Kenny Omega are going to try to pull off. Because it was just a legendary contest. That was a really nice touch. And this is going to be absolutely batshit crazy to see a barbed wire exploding death match in the United States. They've tried other places. They tried in CZW. Onita even tried in CZW. It just wasn't it. You know what I mean? That's not the one, Chief. AEW has the budget to pull this off. So I have high expectations for this matchup. And I am extremely excited for it. We then get the six-man tag match with the Jurassic Express versus FTR 
And the in-ring return after 32 years of Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard is wrestling in this matchup. The legendary Tully Blanchard. Oh yeah, by the way, J.J. Dillon is managing FTR and Tully Blanchard. Which was a very nice touch. This matchup was freaking awesome. This was a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoyed this. I love the interactions between Tully and Marco Stunt. I loved Jungle Boy's interactions with Dax. This was just altogether a hell of a match. Shouts to Tully for taking a tail whip by Luchasaurus. Shouts to J.J. Dillon for pulling out the heel tactics that he's known for. This matchup ends when there's interference by a masked man. Or he was one of the cameramen who was wearing a a cover mask for his mouth for like COVID. And it turns out that that man was actually Sean Spears. Sean Spears and FTR, Tully Blanchard, JJ Dillon. A lot of Four Horsemen vibes, if you catch what I'm... If you picking up what I'm putting down, a lot of Four Horsemen vibes. Even to the fact that Arn Anderson came out to the rampway, pointed, and threw up the four. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. That was a really, really cool touch here. I really am excited. I would love to see if J.J. Dillon sticks around for this. But having Tully, FTR, and Sean Spears all aligned at once, I think that this is going to be the making of something really special. Tony Schiavone comes out. He introduces the debuting of Paul White. The big show got signed last week. Shocked the world. No one expected it. The Big Show is now all elite. Paul White, he debuts here. He says that he will be commentating on the new AEW show, AEW Dark Elevation. He's going to be the broadcast partner with Tony Schiavone, but then he drops the bombshell. He says that he got the inside scoop, a big major signing, the biggest signing in AEW history, 
a Hall of Fame caliber performer, will be signed this Sunday at the pay-per-view, and it will be revealed who is the newest acquisition for AEW. I'm very excited to see who that is. We get the finals to the women's tournament, the number one contendership tournament, Nyla Rose versus Ryu Mizunami. This was a really hard-hitting matchup, really good matchup. I enjoyed it. Ryu Mizunami picks up the victory. We will be getting Ryu Mizunami versus Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's Champion this Sunday at Revolution. Looking forward to that. Tony Schiavone's back out. He brings Sting out to the ring. Sting says that when he got powerbombed by Brian Cage a couple weeks ago, it knocked the rust off of him, and he's ready to go. He feels better than he's ever been. Tony Starks comes out. Tony Starks, what the fuck? I, yeah, Iron Man comes out. <laughs> no, Ricky Starks comes out. <laughs> and he says that Sting still got it, but he's still not an icon, and he slaps Sting. This leads to Sting being the living shit out of Ricky. He knocks Ricky out of his shoes. He knocks Ricky out of his shirt. He puts the Scorpion Deathlock on Ricky. This leads to Team Taz attacking. Darby makes a save. We're on the fast track to Sunday. The street fight, the returning Sting teaming up with his new protege Darby Allen to go one, well, to go two on two in a street fight against Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Team Taz, I'm excited for this. Sting looks great in the ring. Darby's really getting the rub here from Sting. This is going to really elevate Ricky and Brian Cage. So everyone wins here. This is going to be awesome. We next get Max Caster. From the Acclaim going against 10 from the Dark Order. This is a qualifier match for the Face of the Revolution ladder match at Revolution. Max Caster picks up the victory with the help of Jack Evans. Who was paid by Matt Hardy to take out 10. Matt Hardy is on a vendetta to take out every member of the Dark Order. This leads us to our main event of the night. Matt Hardy teaming up with Mark Quinn to go against Johnny Hungy, John Silver. And the Hangman, Adam Page. This was a really fun matchup. I really enjoyed this matchup. Adam Page and Johnny Hungy, they have a good chemistry with each other. It's good to see Adam Page back main eventing. Well, at least on this show. He needs to really be elevated. I think that they have nothing for him right now. And that's why he's being thrown into these storylines and just been in the loop with things. Well, out of the loop with things. I want to see him back in that main event scene. Hopefully after this Sunday, he's back in that main event scene. I would love to see him versus Kenny Omega or John Moxley, either one. But yeah, so main event here, Jonathan, well, Johnny Hungy and Hangman Adam Page, they pick up the victory. This was a really good matchup, and this leads to a massive, massive brawl at the end of AEW Dynamite. Everybody's out. Everyone's fighting each other. This was how you do a go-home show. This was phenomenal. AEW tonight, 4.5 out of 5. I thoroughly enjoyed this. And it is great to be back talking to you guys, our fans of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you so much for following along. Last month, I was going through a headache of a move. It was just... uh, Everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And it was just crazy. Had to deal with the massive winter snowstorm in the middle of the move, which prolonged a lot of the shit. Was... Very busy during the last couple weeks, but I'm officially back every week 
we're going to get the AEW review, which also leads me to say that the fight for Wednesday night is officially over. If the rumors are true and NXT is moving to Tuesday nights, that means the fight for Wednesday night will now officially just be an AEW podcast because NXT's waving the white flag. Anyway, back to the story. So, brand supremacy is no longer going to be... Well, it's going to go on hiatus. We're going to move brand supremacy to some other time. Right now, you guys could look forward to every Monday. We're going to continue the fight for Monday night. We're going to be talking about Raw versus Nitro, the Monday Night Wars from back in the day. Every Wednesday, you guys can look forward to this, the AEW podcast, the review right after AEW Dynamite. But now, on Thursdays, I will be bringing back Making an Impact. I don't know. I know I'm not the only one because Impact sent out a press release. But the reason why that show stopped, I know people were really into Making an Impact. The reason why that show stopped was because Impact Plus was just bugging the fuck out. Couldn't get on Impact Plus. Couldn't watch anything on Impact Plus, even though I had a paid subscription. They went through a merger or something. They changed their streamer or streaming service. So now that they got that handled, I'm bringing back making an impact. We're talking about the, well, I think if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be talking about the, the follow-up after Bound for Glory 2005. But now also on Fridays, replacing the Brand Supremacy Podcast, I will be adding a new show. This is extreme. We're going to be taking it to the extreme. We will be talking about ECW. Every hardcore TV there is from the very first pay-per-view, ECW, barely legal, 1997, and every hardcore TV until after that, all the way leading to the demise of the company. We're going to be talking about what was my favorite promotion of all time, Extreme Championship Wrestling. So I hope you guys enjoy that, and I hope you guys tune in tomorrow night for the Impact, Making an Impact podcast. I hope you guys tune in on Friday for the ECW podcast. We will be coming to you Sunday night with the review of AEW Revolution on pay-per-view, and then tune in Monday for the... Fight for Monday night. Then back here on Wednesday for the AEW review. We have a stacked schedule. So I'm making it up to you guys for not being so active on the podcasting. I'm making it up to you guys by podcasting every day going forward. So thank you so much for all your support. Make sure you follow online on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review. Thank you so much for all the support. We love you guys. Have a good night. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.